Hello, and welcome to the podcast of Nearly Clickbait, the MSU Telecasters podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hornstein, joined by my other host, George McNeil. Howdy. Today, we're joined by three guests. We have Daniel Isabella. That's me. Ara Denji. What it is. And Ellison Winterstein. That's my name. So, hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's an honor to be here, truly. Yeah, man, first time. I'm also excited. So we're just going to start off with like, hey, what do you guys do? What's up? You know, just getting everything on the flow. So, uh, Daniel or DJ. Uh, That's my name. Who are you and what do you do? I'm Daniel or DJ. Um, I'm a person. Um, and what I do is um, in Telecasters, I am the head of crew for two shows, uh, Giraffe House and The Show, which is America's longest running college sitcom. Hey. Which I like to say because The Show is a kind of bland name without the subtitle. So, you know. Makes sense. Ara? That's true. Oh, my name's Ara. What's up? Um, I'm one of the head producers of Turn, uh, Anthropology Series. It's pretty awesome. I love what I'm doing. You say anthropology series? Anthropology. <laughs> anthology. Anthology? <laughs> anthropology. Anthropology is a science. That's a scientific <laughs> term. That's <laughs> There you go. Have you been using that like I other have. places? Oh, that, man. <laughs> maybe not. I mean, I don't usually like say that like a lot, so it's just like I haven't really been saying it in other places, but it's great I'm saying it now. There's yeah. a lot of scientists who are watching Turn just like, I don't know why they thought we'd like this, but darn, it's dramatic. Well, there you go. Who's this mysterious voice coming in? Oh, me? The guy who introduced himself before? Hi, I'm Ellison Winterstein. <laughs> other, uh, other anthropologist of Turn. Yeah. The other, uh, the, the co-producer of Turn. <laughs> Uh, I'm also the head writer of the show, America's Longest Running College Sitcom, and uh, just like DJ didn't mention his other shows he's in. I'm in a uh, lot of them. Yeah, I'm also in Giraffe House and Sideshow yeah. and the Beaumont Bulletin. Uh, DJ's in those too. I am. We do all of the same things and live across the hall from each other. Which... We see each other a lot in yeah, life. That's cute. Techni- too much. Technically, we're in your basement. We yes. are. <laughs> Thanks wow. for doxing us. Uh-huh. That's, that's I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving soon. For context for the folks at home, these boys, we're in Holden Hole right now at Impact 89 FM. (laughs) Specifically at, no. (laughs) Um, Well, you guys said you guys are the co-producers of Turn, and DJ, you're part of Turn? I am also a part of Turn. How is Turn going with, you know? What is Turn to the everyman? Um, I'll let you guys handle this. I don't know why you're looking at me. I don't produce the show. Where that's fair. I have been blind since birth. I don't know how you're. I'm not blind. I'm not blind. Um, I mean, you're wearing glasses. I'm also wearing glasses. I guess I gotta beat up Josh later. (laughs) Um, uh, Turn is a dramatic anthology series. Uh, It's the drum. Yeah, it's the word. It's it's in Telecaster shows. It's the dramatic one. So all the other shows do either comedy or music videos, and we are purely dramatic content. Um, None of our episodes relate to each other or have ongoing characters or anything like that. Um, it's basically, if you know something like The Twilight Zone or Black Mirror or like any kind of dramatic anthology series, we're basically that. Okay, cool. Uh, is there anything like that you guys just did or is upcoming that people should know about? Like um, yeah, Anything that you produced this year? We uh, just released, well, on Valentine's Day, we released Me Cute, Woo! Uh, Romance, written by... Our, Written and directed our, by Daniel Isabella and co-directed by Sophie, I can't say her last name. Shirelli. Shirelli? Yeah, pretty sure it's Shirley, but... but yeah, see, this is the confusion. Oh. Shirley or Shirelli. Sophie, yeah. we love you. Sorry. Yeah, you're great. Your last name's hard. Also co-wrote that. It was really great. Like, oh, yes, I really... also assisted with the writing of that. What's, yeah, like, really Meet Cute about? Um, It's a short romantic script between two people in a coffee shop. Uh, Watch it and find out. Yeah, you can wow, watch thanks. it. Wow, thanks. It's short. It's real easy. They flirt. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's very short. You can find it on YouTube on Turn MSU. Yeah. Be, it's like the second one in, in the list. Yeah. I think it's the first one, actually. No, really. actually, I Don't Believe You is the first one. Oh, right. I thought you meant the... What is I Don't Believe You? Well, I Don't Believe You. Great segue. Um, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a short film that I wrote, produced, and directed. It's the first, um, first thing that we shot in Turn this, uh, this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, essentially, it's about this uh, black college student whose girlfriend passed away a year ago, and he um, has been like dealing with all the emotional stuff attached to that. And uh, he's actually uh, later accused of murdering her, and is brought in for questioning by a racist police interrogator. Yeah, so that just came out. Like we said, dramatic ones. Uh, they're yeah. not light and fluffy. We also have Stimulus, which is going to come out within the next couple of weeks. That's directed by Noah Bosch and uh, Sarah Kaczynski. 
um, that's a sci-fi thing about a guy in and this woman in a like a futuristic dating app kind of game thing. Um, that one's harder to explain, uh, but it's good. It's, it sounds like a the Black Mirror episode. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. one has. That's the yeah. most. Yeah. Yeah. Our man's George is in that. Yeah, George is in that. Yeah. Yes, I'm an actor in that. I'm an actor in that one. I was a script. One of the script supervisors on I Don't Believe You. I did yeah. nothing for Meet Cute, but it was great, and I really enjoyed yeah. watching. And um, in the don't haze. In the Haze is a short we shot uh, as of this recording yesterday. yesterday. Wow. Um, yeah, that's about uh, fraternity hazing. Um, it's anti-fraternity anti hazing. Um, I would I would hope so. <laughs> some people, when we were trying to find the location, we had trouble with that, that some locations were that's, at. Were oh, asked, is that why you asked me if you could yeah. film in my basement? Yeah, we no. had to ask like three or four places because no. when one place uh, said they were they, almost everyone who lived there wanted to go for it, but then the person who was like in charge, in charge, was mm -hmm. like, we don't do hazing. Why do you think we do hazing? And it was, mm, it was like, we yeah. don't think you do hazing. It's fiction. Yeah. And they're like, we don't want to be connected with it. It's like, okay, okay. Ooh. Okay, we just got out of there, but it worked out fine. We filmed it. It looks really good. Uh, that'll come out uh, like a month, so, maybe yeah. a month and a half, something like that. that yeah. Okay. We'll keep I, our eyes peeled. I, I actually have a question on that front. So, with Turn being an anthology series, you know, obviously the sky's the limit for what can produce, what can be made, mm -hmm. so long as it isn't funny. Um, so, like, what are the creative challenges that go along with that? Because you know, sometimes with it being so open, you know, have like from a production standpoint. How, what makes you decide like to produce a story and what are the kind of criteria for it? A big part of it, I mean, what's fun is that people have these ideas naturally. Right. Um, and there aren't a lot of outlets for dramatic storytelling like this because most of the time creative stuff on campus goes to comedy. You know, most of the mm -hmm. things you go to are comedic because when you want to just relax and have fun with people, that's what you go to. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people have ideas that are more dramatic that they want to do, and people just kind of come with them naturally. It's pretty rare that we actually have to fully say, like, hey, you can't do that idea. Sometimes you got to tone it down a little bit right. just for scale. But it's pretty rare that we have something where it's like, hey, this can't be done. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you don't really have to deal with that much, honestly. It's less of a challenge than you'd think. Right. And what what's cool about it, too, for from an outsider's perspective, is that you know, there's different filmmaking groups on campus, you know, that, you know, cover a wide variety of things from a videography standpoint. But, and even more so, like, with comedy, you know, if you want to make a comedy film or a short film, I mean, obviously, Telecasters has yeah. four of its six shows dedicated to that. But, you know, there's other avenues, too. But Turn is unique in that, like, yeah, I think it's, as far as I know, the one, like, developed dramatic anthology series where you can produce that sort of stuff. So it's really cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any questions about Turn, Josh? Uh, as someone who's never been in it, and you guys have asked me to be on it like all the time, you're like, "Yeah, come to the meetings," and then, like you, you, and then you, and then you, yeah, but then you set up the meetings when I have work in class, and I'm like, I can't go. Um, yeah, we. It's to spite you. I'm actually. I'm. I sit in on the meetings, and I say, "Let's schedule Turn meetings." You when should just Josh FaceTime me when I'm at work. <laughs> um, I'm not doing anything. Okay. Uh, sure. Except like my job, but. <laughs> There's no winning. With wow, this you. is a really great question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. Uh, how do you guys run turn as the producers? Like, how do you set it up, meeting wise, shooting wise? Um, how do you pick what scripts go? Like all that stuff. I think one thing that we really implemented, and I think it's been working a lot, a lot better than uh, last semester, is into, like implementing like a like a limit on like how much like page wise, like script wise, just like how much can actually write. Right. Um, I don't believe it was about like 13 pages, but I think the ones that we are producing now are like five or six that leave a lot of room for just like one day shoots. Mm -hmm. um, and that just helps us produce a lot more content. I think the one we like, the way we run meetings, I know Ellison has started to um, like watch more short films and really like to see like what goes into a short film and what makes it actually good. Um, I think that's been helpful for, especially the younger people, like the freshmen, sophomores who um, are kind of coming to turn, not really knowing what, you know, what to expect in terms yeah. of storytelling. And I think that's been very uh, helpful. And I think I hope in the future we can start really like looking at like scripts and also looking like writing wise and storytelling wise, how like what goes into also like making like great scripts and great storytelling through written how long are your shoot days because if you're doing one script i'm not sure what script it'll be but like let's say one script has like a couple locations do you have to worry about um the amount of time you have to shoot 
or is that just like oh, all the time? Yeah, yeah. it uh, varies a lot. It does vary a lot. Um, it really depends on where we're shooting and the people who are allowing us to shoot. Um, I believe like yesterday, filmed in my friend's basement, and they only gave us about like three hours, which is not a lot of time. No. But we finished in two, and it was yeah. very efficient. And you know, Jake, who directed it, first time directing, he did a great job. He did a great job. Yeah, he did a great for, job for just being so inexperienced with it. He did a really good job. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of directing, we've all directed, right? Like yeah. We've all directed mm-hmm. something in Telecasters. Yeah. Oh yes, I think a couple, mm-hmm. once what, or twice. What's like? Think. What do you? Uh, uh, what was your like? Anyone can just jump in. What was like your favorite thing that you've directed? Like, oh Jesus, yeah, <laughs> in Telecasters. I think my favorite thing is something that we've done recently. It was part of the show. Um, that is, Josh, you were on set for this, and so was Ellison. It's uh, it's a short that's going to be coming out. Let's see. Late Soon. March. Yeah. 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 Late March. Um, and uh, I'm really excited for it. It involves a heist. It's just, it's silly, it's fun, but I also think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, I'll throw in a pitch for that. That's, it was just, it was, it was something I'd written and I was really excited to bring it to the, to the screen. Um, and I'm very excited to work on the edit for it with uh, Harrison, the head editor of the show. It's, it's an exciting thing. That's all. Excited. I it mean, should be. I think my favorite thing was, um, oh man, I've directed a couple things, but I think my favorite was something I did really recently, which was uh, Shower Thoughts or Draft mm-hmm. House. That yeah. was really fun um, because, you know, uh, we got to fit like eight people in my bathroom. Uh, we put Will and uh, Isaiah in the shower <clears throat> with their clothes on and um, turned it on, and they just kind of stood there. It was really fun to just like watch them. And just be like, yeah, you guys are in the shower with your clothes on, and this is how we're going to roll it. Yeah, and no, this is like one of those existential thought things. No matter the bit, they will completely commit. They will, to they will commit, I and I that. really Absolutely. appreciate that. Um, oh. I, I guess recently for me, well, the nice thing about directing is even when it's miserable, you enjoy doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, um, yeah. I, uh, I think every. At least Josh and Daniel have been extensively involved in this. Draft House is making a trilogy called The Cosmic Saga. Um, I directed the prologue for that and part of the end of part one of the three parts total. I'm editing it right now. It was It's a lot more ambitious than anything at least I've ever worked on. So it's very, it's also very emotionally draining. But like it's really, really exciting to work on it with people that I like working on stuff with. So that's probably been my favorite thing. That's one. Um, got the turn boys. Yeah. <clears throat> the one thing I directed, I don't believe you. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, there was some highs, some lows. There were some things that I, I probably, um, it was definitely a learning, learning experience for me, just like how to like everything functions within, not just directing, like just the actors. Like everyone thinks, oh, you just got to, Worry about the actors, and that's all you had to worry. Oh no, there's no. so, <laughs> there's so much so other much. things, and I learned mm-hmm. that real fast. And uh, it was really great. Um, I really enjoyed production. I think the thing I most appreciated was just the locations that we were able to shoot in. Yeah. Um, I think it was very not college student e. Like it was very, like e, most college students would film in like their dorm room or something like. Like I got to film in Dewitt, and my uh, church chapel, like. That's just not on campus, and it's just yeah. Like, you actually have to like go out and find yeah. a location, and then mm-hmm. shoot in that location. Yep. And I say that's one of the most exciting things about uh, turn shoot to any extent is we get a lot of very exciting locations. We've shot in basements, churches, everywhere. We shot in a coffee shop for Meet Cute. That was we a do really a lot cool more location work shop. than everyone else than a lot of the other shows, which has its pros and cons. But it's it's a good experience. Great experience, yeah. So I, I've I I don't know. It sounds like I'm bragging. I've directed a lot, and I direct a lot for Telecasters. Wow, what a bragger! <laughs> I'm just so <laughs> I know it's a fact. So what? So what excites me? So I like I gave a workshop on it earlier mm-hmm. in the year, and like so what excites me about directing at this point is less like I'm learning every time I do it, but there's a lot less shocks to it. Like I'm not saying I can autopilot directing, but like I can do something close to approximating if for some yeah. reason I wanted to be like a jerk. Um, but what's exciting is like I directed recently, um, I directed another short for the show 
and we did a shot that was a three and a half minute long uninterrupted long take um, that was just going back and forth in a room with a bunch of dialogue and a bunch of movement and stuff. Mm. And um, that's the kind of stuff that's exciting is like now that basic coverage and basic conversations, which is what most of Telecaster stuff is about because it's about learning and doing, I don't want to say easy things, but like figuring out basic filmmaking um, is now it's fun to try things like that where it's like, oh, okay, I haven't done a long take this long before, you know, and we don't really push our actors to memorize that much usually. So that's the kind of stuff where it's like, oh, it's fun to do that. Well, I think that's going to wrap up telling me everything and we'll just like get on moving to our next segment. Watch turn, watch turn. Go watch Turn. You guys should yeah, watch, go turn. watch Turn. Watch Turn, MSU. Watch all Telecasters. Watch Yeah, watch all Telecasters. Watch them all. I had yeah. to plug it. I'm sorry. It's a duty. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, I still love you, Ellison. Love you too, Josh. Well, that's enough about us. Let's talk about the greater entertainment industry and how people screw it up. This is Mistakes in Film. This is, this is just... <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> what a grand interaction for the Mistakes in Film. So... There's a lot of mistakes that go on in film that um, a lot of people don't notice, but like people oh. like us who are filmmakers see it, and it's oh. just like, oh my god, are you serious? Like that's how you did that, and you left that in the film because you know they had no other choice. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest things that like comes to my mind is Braveheart, um, because there's a the, you know Braveheart is like a great movie, um, and you know it's about uh, it's Will and Wallace. And just like all that stuff in uh, old England, and um, wait, wait, as opposed had, to New England, wait, England, yeah, right, isn't it in England? Scotland? I thought it was Scottish. Oh, it is Scotland. It's Scot- it is Scotland. Scotland. It's like Scottish. a grander England. I'm not a. I'm I not a no. tell Scottish people that. No, it's no. It's, it's, it's the United, very distinct. Anyway, it's the United Kingdom. Listen, it's not even that at the it's time. It's Scottish. It's not well, at the time. you know what? It's they okay because very distinct. It's okay because we're talking about mistakes of film, and I can make mistakes. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but the scene <laughs> of Braveheart. Ah, the scene of Braveheart I also that don't I don't agree with that. <laughs> the scene of Braveheart that I think of is uh, there's a large charge just happening in the fields, mm-hmm. and they all start charging, and then in the background you see a car. Yep. And it's and yep. it's like you know cars cars weren't invented back then. Um, oh really, Josh? I didn't know that. Really, I thought that that was just their car. But somehow, they it, in this giant production of this movie, they forgot there was a car. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's stuff like that. That's um, yeah. I mean, when you're that's... shooting on film, that's like I mean, digital it's less excusable because you got yeah. playback. But like when you're shooting on film, you get things where it's like like. You can't watch it back. So if something sneaks in, it's like like that's what in um, the Christopher Nolan like the Batman movies like everyone made fun of like in the Dark Knight Rises like in the background there's like part of the stunt team where like a guy acts like he's getting hit and he falls over and no one's next to him oh. like like that was oh, a thing yeah. the, that was about, a thing yeah. on the internet for a while and like that just happens because like Nolan shoots on film so like there's no playback so does yeah. he only shoot on film yeah he he shoots on film that's like his whole wow. shtick he's rich. Wow. So mm. yeah, I imagine he is, <laughs> but like, so, so no one can catch a mistake like that on film. It's just like, you know, you got to hope that you caught it beforehand. No yeah. one can be like, ah, oh, dang, boom's in the shot. Like you just got to get it right. Yeah. It's like, uh, speaking of DC, it's like justice league. Uh, do you know, you know, like the scene with, uh, Henry Cavill has like a CGI, like CGI skin mustache. thing over his mustache. It's really, really it's bizarre. Awful. It doesn't look good. And I think it's because he was filming... Um, he was Mission filming Mission Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, he was filming Mission Impossible. And he was Impossible. contractually obligated to not shave his mustache. Couldn't, they couldn't that just, had like... to have been like a spite move. Oh, like, probably. I, who who produced Mission Impossible? That's Bad I Robot. I don't know. Okay, well, Bad, <laughs> Bad Robot was definitely like, okay, <laughs> Warner Brothers. Let's just yeah. like spite yeah. them over yeah. here. I just... Uh, I I kind of wish I saw the, the production footage of... Uh, Justice League, because I want to see Henry Cavill in s- his Superman costume with a mustache. Like yeah. Superman, <laughs> that'd be really mustache. funny. He's so funny. He's Superman. So, just Superman. Impossible. Superman can have a mustache. No, he cannot. Why not? He has never once come up in comics. So what? One, one time in the there's anim- always a start. One time in the animated series, he did uh, because he's so invincible. He can't shave with a normal razor. He has to use his heat vision wow. to shave his own mustache and beard off. Wow. That's a fact I know. He's had a beard. Yeah, he wait, he's had a beard before. Does he reflect it back at himself or through like... a mirror, yeah. So there's a mirror that's strong enough yeah. to withstand the heat vision, but his <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but his beard. Maybe he has a really heat resistant mirror. Why would it burn his beard but not his skin? 
because his because he's Superman. There's some poor in the '90s. There was some poor writer. They're like. Oh gosh, they gave him they gave him a beard. Now we gotta get rid of the beard. Uh how does he do it? I don't know. So why is his hair like vulnerable and not whatever? We were talking so, no, we were talking about Superman earlier Superman. today because of the idea that like his he's super ripped and muscular, but like he has superpowers, so he doesn't like need to be. Like his muscles aren't doing anything. It's the sun. The he's sun is boss. giving him he's the muscles. Like, so I, get, cool, I get those the reasons. But, like, he could be, like, every other time. He could be super out of shape and it wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> so does he ever get a haircut? He doesn't need um, one. How yeah, does he doesn't grow really either. Did he just have to like mold his haircut over time? And Probably. then like it's Wait, in Man like of Steel, that? doesn't he have a beard for like a bit? Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's using a Gillette razor, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, not sponsored by Gillette. Um I was about to say the little tagline thing, but it's okay. No, go ahead. It's the best a man can get. Oh well. Yeah. Well, but he's not yeah. a man. Well it's like it's stuff he's like that symbol, where it's like But he's a man of steel. You know, it it's you know, in Braveheart they just forgot something was there and then in Justice League they just CGI'd it and it looked so bad. Um Can we just talk about Superman? Instead? I was well I was gonna talk about yeah. another I was gonna talk about another superhero that made oh, a mistake, which was okay. Spider Man. The What's Sam Spider-Man Sam Raimi Spider Man. So uh. there's a scene where like he's talking about his or he's learning his uh new powers in Spider Man and he breaks a lamp. And then in like yeah. the next scene, the lamp is back. And it's like that lamp must have superpowers because it it, <laughs> it broke. It like <laughs> should not be there. That reminds me of another scene from the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. There's a scene where Spider-Man's swinging with Mary Jane, and if you watch it back later, Spider-Man is just very obviously a mannequin. Oh, I know what you're talking like, about. He does not move at all. Oh yeah. There is zero motion, and she's just like grabbing onto him, and she moves him a little, and it reacts like a mannequin. <laughs> I remember that. And that's, that's in the movie. <laughs> There's another scene, uh, I think in Spider-Man 2, where he, like, he jumps over a tunnel, like, well, he's on top of a train or something, and it just, it doesn't make sense, because it that's not how physics works, and that's not, like, he should not have but, been able to he, do that. But he's Spider-Man. So, I'd like to mention, if we're talking about fake mannequin humans, uh, the baby <laughs> from American Sniper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that movie, that movie is, is weird on its own, but, like, the fact that <laughs> there's just, that that baby, do those who haven't seen American yeah, Sniper. I have this, not. So, I it's haven't the seen significance it. of the baby. Okay, it's, 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 it's his, his child. Sniper's baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's his baby, and they... They like get so normally when you shoot with a baby in a movie, like you know, you I get, don't ever give a baby a gun, Ellison. They don't give the baby a gun. What are you talking about? <laughs> you said whenever you shoot with a baby. Oh my god, <laughs> okay. But the first two babies just okay, did not when, yeah. anyway. When what, you film yeah. with a baby, usually you know, you get one or two shots of the baby, like an actual baby, just doing like being there and being, being a baby. baby. And then whenever the characters are like talking and holding the baby, they always wrap the baby in something or do something like that and face it away from camera. So then, you know, you don't have to have the real baby on set for a long time. Um, and so they did that with American Sniper. But the, the fake baby they got is so fake looking. Yeah. And it's like they didn't wrap it really. So its arms are just like clearly just like <laughs> fake baby arms. And its head just doesn't move. And they talk to it. They're like, they're like shh, 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 fake baby, shh. <laughs> like, I know. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. And it's even like the baby is standing. Like it's in like its standing it's, doll pose. Dude, and that, like, is, that is not pretty. It's, it's just, his arm is like. Like perfectly curved forward as if it was a dog. It's just it's so just cool. a weird mistake because oh, like yeah. you know this. I mean, Clint Eastwood is like usually a really he directed that movie and usually he's a really detailed like he's a really detailed filmmaker. He, yeah. Like in regards to like keeping track of things and like he doesn't seem to have a lot of like ah second unit go get the footage. Right. So like it's weird that this one thing made it in. Yeah. Man, I guess he was just really he was just like. We can't have a baby on set today. Just go to the store. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of fake baby, the fake baby that's like CGI'd in Twilight is also really, really oh, bad. Yeah. It's really... It Wait, just, when does that happen? It, it's. I don't know. She holds a baby and it's not really a baby. No, it's really bad. It's in Twilight 6, more Twilight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. George, there are only four Twilight films. Yeah, I know. That's why I was Wait, there's four? I thought there were five. I think there's four. There's Twilight, there's... New no, Dawn. There's, there's Eclipse. There's two. There's two parters. Then there's Breaking yeah. Dawn one and two. How wow. do you remember that? 
Oh, I thought it was a trilogy. Uh, and then there is, split okay, the third okay. There is Twilight, mm-hmm. Twilight Saga, New Moon, the Twilight Saga Eclipse, and then Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Parts One and Two. I just said that. That's so a, that's five. Yeah, he just remembered all that. That's 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 a little five. Impressive. You missed one. No, you missed one. I, no, he said five. He said them all. I thought you said four. Let the no, George. Said five. I, I said four. Oh, Every, I'm everyone, sorry. go back and no. listen to this and hear me dunk on Josh. Oh. <laughs> this is the point where they they just replay you listing I all of the Twilight. I got dunked on in the is, last. This episode. is how I win. Getting dunked that on. Sounds like a you problem. Tire, bro. This is how George can still win. This is the thing with a lot of these mistakes, though. Is like just not paying attention. Well, yeah, you wonder how they happen, but then, like, you know, like, I've, stuff I've made, like, mistakes have gotten in there, and I'm oh, like, yeah. how that, how did I miss that, you know, like, yeah. like, um, you, you talked about it on the first episode of, of the podcast, the one where they, they had the lower third of the one sketch, where it's like, the mom, wait, we didn't get her last name, ah, darn it, like, like, that's a mistake everyone has made on yeah. something, really, where they're just, like, they, you were supposed to get their full name, or, like, get, like, yeah. a, a recording of them spelling their name, and you didn't do it, or, like, yeah, fix it in post. the one DJ was, <laughs> Is, knows I'm gonna yes. mention is in the giraffe house uh, video wrong, yep. um, which I wrote and directed. There's one shot. It's a very suitable name. <laughs> yeah, there's one shot where uh, the person should I say his name? He was yes. on yeah. Just okay. Do it. So Noah, who was a lovely man, he who, was on the last episode. Yeah, Noah. We love Noah to death. He's no, amazing. He's, he's worked so hard. Noah was the audio mixer for that, and he. <laughs> His hands are just sticking out from behind a wall. Like he got too close to the edge of the wall. And so you could just see him doing his job. And we all missed it somehow. Like everyone on set, it was a full set. Me and Norman were behind the camera doing our jobs. Everyone's there. And we look at that in the edit and we're like, that's Noah's hands. That's just, they're just right there. Okay, well. In a similar vein, there's a uh, there's a sideshow sketch. I think it's called Monster Attorney or something like that. Oh, man. Um, where I they, see that, bro. in the final edit, there's 15 seconds of just audio with a black screen because they shot the scene, but then later they realized that Noah's just sitting in the background, and then they made that the post credit scene of the, sh- of the thing, is the, the original take of that shot with Noah just sitting there. <laughs> this is a thing with, with wow, Noah. Noah that he doesn't know where to put himself in he frame He doesn't know Oh. No, I, he's, a, he's a lovely person, but we were, shoot, we were shooting. Uh, he was slating for something recently. And we had the, he would, it was really funny because, like, we would be focusing the camera and he would walk in with the slate, like, right in front of the frame. Yeah. So like, All right, I'm ready to slate. And be like, one second, one <laughs> second every time. He was enthousi- he was so enthusiastic about it. You know, he's just like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, I mean, it's always fun because it's just like, hey, give me a second. It's <laughs> because you're, you're just getting stuff done, and then you get to talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Um, there was a, I this isn't Telecasters related, but it's something I directed, um, which was my project for my film directing class which Ara is in with me oh, and Ara, right. this is the one you acted in with isaiah oh and okay. um yeah i messed up lighting really bad because i had lights on in some shots and lights off in other shots and i like played it off because i had to present in front of class and i was like oh i uh i did it to show his emotions when he feels uh light was or bull. dark it was it was it was not real it was just <laughs> improv on the spot and he goes and a professor just goes yeah, no, and just like, <laughs> and just like shot me down so hard. I was like, no way. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh it's man. Saw right through you. Saw you like, saw right yeah. through like Swiss cheese. Yep. Speaking of the power of light, uh, so I mentioned earlier, I'm the, uh, <laughs> sorry, that was a great wow, what segue. A great it's segment. a great segue. Speaking of the power of light. You all know what story I'm about to tell. Uh, I'm the head of crew for Draft House on a Draft House shoot, uh, Yes, sir. Over the fall, yeah, let me know, George. You, you do the giraffe house, the graph hours, as yeah. they say. I am, I am well known for my graph that's hours. That's as Harrison says. No, that's my thing. No, Harrison wrote graph hours. Yeah. The never, story? We'll have this discussion. What happened? Graph hours was a bit before that. Okay, yeah, graph Josh, hours has what, been a bit for a long story? time. Yeah, let's go so, back to the power yeah, so of the light. Story, the story related to the power of light, the wonderful power of light. I hope you have a good time editing this, Josh. Um, <laughs> Don't call him out like that, man. <laughs> Tell the story. <laughs> so we're at a giraffe house shoot. I've set up like there's one um, light on a stand that is particularly precarious, and there's going to be a lot of action in this scene. And I come up to all the actors and say, "Okay, 
there's gonna be action. I understand. You gotta keep it tame near this area. You gotta make sure, and you gotta make sure you no chairs tip over. So if you're having action, just move your chairs out of the way. We get about 15 seconds into this long take where this conversation at a kitchen table at a dining room table devolves into madness, and one of the <laughs> one of the characters, uh, Chad, stands up and throws his arms out, and also kicked his leg out, which kicks a chair, which hits a light on its stand, oh. knocking it over. Yeah. Dang. And everyone literally on set just like... Everyone froze. Yeah, everyone froze and just stared at the light, and then... And then everyone turned and looked at me like, what are we gonna do? And I think uh, <laughs> that was Sarah and Sophie directing, and then one of them was just like, cut. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, well, do that we redo like it? Sarah. And we tr- And we tried, like, turning we back tr- on the light. Yeah, we tried to redo it. We tried to fix it and redo it. The light was just broken. So in the final edit of that short, it just cuts out at that point in the sketch and says, the light broke, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and then, we, and then in post we were just like, all right, we'll just do, like, an Eric Andre, like, yeah. we'll be right back cut, which <laughs> no, works. It sa- it's, a, it's the wheel, but it says, the light broke, that's it. That's, oh, that's the actual text. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, it was wonderful. Oh my god! But you know what? the The enduring thing about these sort of mistakes is that they're human. No one means to make a mistake. Yeah. But it's because what if a robot makes a mistake? Then you should destroy that robot. Robots can't make. I am not affiliated with Ara. Once the robot overlords (laughs) take over, I am also not on board with uh, that. It's I don't know you, you I mean you said that kind of jokingly but like yeah, that's true it is like true. it's yeah like um you know you you make mistakes while you're making these things but also like you know you look mm-hmm. back at them and smile like as long as yeah. they're not like we lost half the footage kind of mistakes it's mm-hmm. like the kind of thing where it's just like oh okay that was fun yeah like I uh, a different thing I directed last year to be real quick is like there was this long giraffe house shoot called uh, store brand where we just argued about like the semantics of cereal. Oh yeah, that's a funny um, one. Long in that like, it was it's short. It's like a two page script, but like you know, it was just long takes of the actors just riffing. Um, and uh, there were three good takes, and the actors all kind of like broke at different points. So uh, like it was a mess to edit too, because like you had to like find the right way to like make the audio intersect, and then like they did subtle things to change what they were doing. So like for example, one time their hands would be on the counter like flat in front of them other times they'd be shifted at a 45 degree angle and then just editing it too i was just like ah, like it nagged at me but i was like but it was fun and we had a good time well good for you george Thank that you. bit is yeah, funny also oh, it is the serial bit is a funny one so all the robots that are gonna listen to this later please don't kill me all right <laughs> bringing it back to the what robot way to over yeah, wow. <laughs> okay <laughs> Welcome back. And speaking of robots, uh, we're actually going to play a game for a third segment called AI Dungeon, which is basically a role-playing game that is randomly generated. And you can play this at home. It's It has an app. It's free. And you can just have fun with it. You can um, play this from the comfort of your home, uh-huh. on your couch, on your sofa. And Do who, try it at home, kids. And who <laughs> randomly generates it? Is it uh, a robot? It is a robot who a randomly robot? generates it. It is an AI. <gasps> and so um, before we start, some, you know, if we might, if we type something in, I will be typing. If you hear something like typing, that's me. Um, but we will also be reading it. And the AI isn't like 100% foolproof smart. So if things might seem weird, that's just how they are. We're going to react to it. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to do a mystery type of setting, and we have the option of being a patient, a detective, or a spy. Ooh, I'm kind of we... interested in the patient role. But yeah, that's a very interesting role. I don't have a lot of patience. For a mystery. Patient <laughs> sounds like turn, do patient. We're doing a patient. Uh, what's our character's name? Danny Alex. Wins. <laughs> Let's do Danny Wynn. Danny we'll do, I'll, I'll just do it. I just put in Danny. Oh, now there's three options. Um, do the people who listen to this know that Danny is mixing our sound? Danny is the audio tech um, hey, right now. Danny. And, if you and wanna... a lovely swell yeah. fella. He's a good man. Okay. Okay. You are Danny, <laughs> a patient living in Chicago. You have a hey, hospital down. You have a hospital bracelet, a pack of bandages. You wake up in an old run-down hospital with no memory of how you got there. You take a look around the room and see it that is very bare. The only thing in bed is a small table with some medical instruments and a bottle of water. Suddenly, you hear someone coming from outside of your door. What do you do? 
Wait, so it said we're in Chicago. We're in Chicago. How do we know we're in Chicago if we have no memory of how we got there? How do well, we know I we're not I outside assume, Chicago? Well, we don't know how we got to the hospital, but we know we're in Chicago. Yeah, let's say we, there's we probably a little flyer in the in the room that says Chicago. There's Chicago. a window that's just the Chicago you know, skyline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start off by saying let's let's just hide because someone's coming. We don't know who it is. We don't. Can know we say we drink water and hide? Um, I already said hide. Josh, you quickly hide. hide. This is a group activity, Josh. I know, I'm starting. You quickly hide under the bed where you feel safe from anyone who might be trying to get into your room. However, you still can't shake off the feeling that someone is watching you. It's like they're just standing right behind you or even sitting on top of your bed. So. Can we. Can we drink the water now? <laughs> There's no water. We don't, we don't, he didn't grab well, the let's water. Get oh, there is let's a bottle of water. Let's there get, is. Yes. Then let's get up and get the bottle of water. And drink it? And drink it. Yeah. Drink and the bottle of water. And if someone is sitting on our bed or just mysteriously around, they can make themselves known and be polite. Yeah. They, they can get themselves a drink if they so please. I'll get them a drink if they want it. <laughs> they just like... have to ask. Yeah. <laughs> you stand up and grab the bottle of water lying next to the bed. You start drinking it as fast as you can. After all, you don't want to risk getting sick from something in this cold weather. Wait, what? Uh, what? We're inside. Yeah. Like... Would would drinking the water fast make it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Makes yeah. you less thirsty quicker. After yeah. about after about ten minutes, you notice that the person hasn't left your room yet. They aren't even moving. You then realize that they are staring at you intently, as if waiting for you to make a move. Someone is just in the room, apparently, <laughs> oh, with us. And we, we drank them for a... ten minutes and didn't say anything. <laughs> now we offer them a drink of water. We are pleasant hosts. Yeah. In this hospital that we just woke up in with no memory. Midwest, Midwest. Wait, are we pouring the water into a cup or are we giving them We're the bottle? We're just offering it, it down. It's already in a bottle. Yeah. We drank out of the bottle. Well, we'll maybe find there's some left. Just get a cup and pour a drink. Well, if we're going to do like... that, we have to like strategize because if they're staring at us. Strategize. They might not know. I just want to say hello. So what, you, what, what, I, what yeah, we you, can do that. You know? We can say hello. Let's say hello. I would like to say hello. Offer water and say hello. Staring is rude. Can you, can you, Staring is rude. It can you, is. Can you put quotations? Like, yes, I did. I just did. Cool. What you slowly say? approach the person and try to speak. You find that they are looking right through you as if they know exactly what you're going to say. Hi. You manage to squeak out before they immediately turn their head away and walk back towards their room. Okay. Their room? Yeah. So You're apparently, I guess they're another follow patient. Follow them? No. Just... No, let's at, follow them. No, they might this, need water. At, no. <laughs> at, at this, 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 at this, uh, point, this episode is going to be the quest for more water. No, at, at this point, they are obviously some form of like demon or ghost or whatever. Why? They could and just be a person. Stri- no, wait, but whoa, even whoa, if wait. they're a person, there's something. There's Grab the instrument. There's a problem the here for like safety. Like Grab just... instruments. I can't spell instrument. Um, Grab instruments off the table. And we'll see what happens. Ooh. Because we might just like. Yeah. Like a piano? I was thinking too. It's like, <laughs> like you pick the... up the ukulele. <laughs> yeah, but that's what the AI is going to just, say. We just, like we just do Riptide until it ends. You grab one of the medical yeah. instruments off the table and put it in your pocket. Then you proceed to follow them out of your room. As oh, soon as they God. leave, you rush back inside and close the door again. What? Wait, what? Wait, so what? we followed them, we they left, and then we went back inside? <laughs> I feel like this isn't what? really representing our intentions very well. Yeah, it's an AI. All right. Well, uh, we're in our room now. <laughs> uh, we're alone I can, with our water. We can wait and just see like what happens next. Um, really? We have to wait? No. We can. I, as soon as you open it, you see that the person has already come back in. They are now holding a clipboard and pen in hand. You also notice that they seem to be writing down everything that happened while they were gone. You're a... Uh, we're all um, so we, so if we think we're elaborate, we got to start doing things to mess with the well, experiment. Should we <laughs> ask who they are? Like, who is this person? Or well, we talked to them earlier. Hear me out. Hear me out. We have a metal instrument in our hands, and they're creepy. Now <laughs> that that just makes us seem more reason to put us in a hospital. <laughs> we're already That's, in the hospital. Yeah, I know they already like probably kidnapped us or something. So can we hit them with the bed? <laughs> with, the bed? with the no, bed? No, I was gonna throw the water at them. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, let's I was going to say we used, like, the mattress to start carving a sculpture with our medical what? utensil. Well, what, you, the what? I'm interested if you tell me what the sculpture is. It would is. have to be it a would... dove. Why don't we, yeah. like, check what he's writing down? Why a dove? Because doves are beautiful. 
Well, I, I guess I can't argue with that. You're such a poet, Ara. I think we should be like, we're just trying to throw off the experience. We're checking what he's writing down. Okay. Josh didn't want to write all that stuff. No, I didn't. That was way too much. You carefully read over the last few pages of his notes. He seems to be taking notes on everything that was said between you and him when he first entered your room. It's just one line that says hi. That's it. That's all it says. That was such a buildup. Oh, we didn't offer him water. Offer him water now. Uh, (laughs) What does that matter Offer him. May I offer you a cold glass of water? Did we get the gender of the individual? It's a, yeah, he, him. It's a he, him. You a cold Sorry, I just wanted to make sure. Give him a tasty beverage. Yes, sir. Uh, Ara. <laughs> what did Ara do? What'd you do? He said tasty I just said beverage. Tasty beverage. Mm. Like this. What did you offer them, Josh? Monster do. Monster uh, do! <laughs> There's no do like monster do, America's number three selling energy drink. <laughs> America's longest running college energy, energy drink. <laughs> You you ask the person in question if they would like a glass of water. He looks at you, surprised by your sudden request, but agrees without hesitation. Yes, sir. You both sit down on opposite sides of the desk and begin drinking from your glasses. What desk? (laughs) We're in a hotel room. We're We're in a a hospital. hospital. (laughs) We gotta flip the desk. Flip desk? Do we have any other options? We're gonna spill the water then. (laughs) George, not everything is about water. Wait, wait, hold on. Hear me out now. Uh, we take a shower using the water to see how they react. I okay. Yeah. With or without our clothes on. <laughs> you know, I was thinking the same thing. Ah, George, yeah. what is it with you and the water, George? <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, right. Water buddies. Yes, That's sir. not an answer, George. Cooler buddies. All right. I take a shower with a glass of water. That's what I put in. <laughs> Do it. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's gonna have us probably like pick up the glass of water and just walk. Into a oh shower. my God. What? You what t- now? You take a shower together with the glass of water. Oh yes! <laughs> I knew it. The oh. two of you enjoy each other's company and share some pleasant moments. What? The following day, you both go back to work as usual. You, you never can't... really thought that you'd ever fall in love with someone else so much. <laughs> what? <laughs> so the what? mystery is gone. <laughs> so, so we were. But who a... is this water? So we were in an abandoned hospital okay. and we fell in love with a glass of water through a romantic shower. And, Wait, that and we're end? suddenly going back to work. Is it the end or is it still going? No, we can still keep going. Let's oh. go back to the hospital. Just to, <laughs> wait, so what? We're married to the glass of water? No, like, no, no, no. We just had okay, some pleasant moments. Okay, first we need to propose to the glass of water, then we can go back to the hospital. Yeah, you're right. You gotta propose. We're, wow. We're good wow. religious folks here. Wow. We gotta... Wow. Speak for yourself. <laughs> we'll just see where this goes. <laughs> One night, you wake up early and decide to ask her on a date. She is very excited about the idea and eagerly accepts your proposal. She says yes and kisses you goodnight. You kiss her back enthusiastically. Apparently, the water has pronouns changed. Apparently, no. No, The the guy was he. The water is apparently female. Ah, and has lips. He's straight. We've learned. Um, Or bi. Eh, that's true. I just want to do stuff like know. ask where the money's hitting. Okay, or no, something dumb. wait, we should go back to the hospital. Like we, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, just, yeah. let's check ourselves in for an extensive stay at the hospital. Let's, let's, let's see if what, it will let us go back to the hospital. What's a Honeymoon. what's a complicated uh, procedure? Lasectomy? Surgery? Not a vasectomy. A vasectomy. <laughs> that's that's kind of simple. Actually. You return to the hospital where you tell everyone that she proposed to you. Everyone is very happy for you. Yes. yes. You proposed to her. No, she apparently proposed to us. Yes. <laughs> let's go. So the so the creepy guy from the hospital is just like, oh, congrats, man. He I was heard, the best you man. You got engaged. Aw. <laughs> he was the best yeah, man at her he wedding. He will be. I'm just gonna. Or he will be. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna do investigate hospital. Um. Just to, just to see if there's anything creepy in there. Because obviously it wants us to be in there for some reason. <laughs> but we were turned to the hospital after our brief romantic interlude with a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> after this eventful day, you decide to investigate the hospital. You spend hours walking around the place until finally you reach the emergency department. There, you see several people lying unconscious on gurneys. A nurse comes running up Wait. to you and asks, what's wrong? What the hell? 
Why are all these people unconscious? Why do people applaud us for good engagement and then there's people unconscious or dead in the emergency room? To be fair, it's a hospital, so like, you they know. They do whatever they want. I know, but it sounds like they're just lying on the floor, just vibing. <laughs> yeah. Ara, can, we, can we walk it back to what Ara just said? Yeah, please. It's a hospital. They can do whatever they want. Like, hold up now. That's not yeah. how hospitals medicine work. works. Well, this is AI. I don't think, I don't think so. dead people Doctor, would agree doctor, with you. there's 10 unconscious people on these gurneys. Well, I don't know what to do so stab them i guess yeah. <laughs> all right that's how doctors that's work not, did, did you ask them what they wanted to do guns and leaves <laughs> i said what happened to these people i don't know she replied they're all dead that's the nurse cool. stares at you in disbelief and then leaves what is with people leaving you, so, you turn to the rest of the staff who are still leaves. sitting there stunned in silence wait a minute this nurse is just like damn they're dead and then left. Yeah. Yeah, they stayed. I gotta, I okay, gotta go. She Sorry. yeeted out of there. We gotta make sure the corpses are dead. I put kick one of them. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. She could kick. You look around and see. <laughs> you look around and see several bodies sprawled across the floor. One of them is a young woman who has been brutally beaten to death. Oh. Another man lies motionless next to her, his throat cut. A oh. third sits quietly in a chair. He too has been killed. <laughs> These are that, some. This is some medical that staff. Little, that yes. little addition there at the end. He's sitting quietly. Oh yeah, because he's dead. <laughs> I'm really glad that the dead guy's not talking. So, I'm glad he wasn't beaten. I gotta be honest. Um, he could have been. We're 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 nearing the end of the story, right? We're getting right. there. I'm gonna. I'm checking to see what happens next. Right. We should. We should investigate a little more and then go home to our glass of water. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a long day. You feel... I hope that we in the glass of water Whoa, have kids. Something else just happened. <laughs> oh. You feel sick and vomit in front of the entire group. That's fair. A fourth man approaches you. His oh. face is covered in blood and bruises, oh but he gosh. manages to speak through his gritted teeth. We were attacked by zombies. Apparently, oh. this has become a zombie story. Hey. Um, Ara representing the zombies. <laughs> I, wanna, I just want to be like, ma- check to see if glass of water is okay or something. Yeah, do that, yeah. do that, do that. Real quick while he's typing, Ara, can you make some zombie noises? Please cut that. <laughs> yeah. We want to see how it went, like but it was just it was not great. I was like yeah, in there like twenty times. <laughs> what? Uh, you walk over to t- you walk over to the table and examine it closely. It seems to be made out of clear glass, but when you touch it, its surface suddenly becomes warm and alive. You hold it close to your body and try not to panic while you wait for something to happen. Wait, what did you ask it to do? Check to see if glass of water is alive. Okay, d- we gotta Wait, go what? home to our glass of water. That's yeah. What, yeah, not just any glass of water. We went over to a table. We need to go home to our glass of water. <laughs> this is our right. glass I of water. We were in... Our glass of water is a table now. What? No, no, no. There's a different glass of water. No, right. no. Wait, you gotta what? say go home to fiance. Oh my god. Okay. Suddenly, the glass begins to glow. It emits a bright light, which illuminates your skin and hair. You oh. gasp in horror and begin to run away from the room as fast as you can. As you leave, you hear screaming coming from outside. So our glass of water was the cause of all this? Maybe. Oh, my. Wow. Are we, is that why we were locked up? Wow. I'm like sure in gla- a hospital? I'm sure glad that AI did okay, make sense. Okay, now we call <laughs> David Lynch and ask why all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, are you typing that? Yeah. Oh. How do you spell Lynch? L-Y-N-C-H. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was the way, because that's the murdery way. Um, call David Lynch and ask. The murdery way? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's talking about oh! the murder. <laughs> oh, you know, David Lynch was a convicted murderer. <laughs> he's not. Never mind. Oh. Oh, yeah. You call David Lynch and explain everything that just happened. He tells you to stay put, but assures you that the situation will soon be under control. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't feel very comfort- comforted by that. Yeah, I don't think David Lynch should be that guy. For those who don't know, David Lynch directed and wrote several parts of Twin Peaks. He also did Mulholland Drive. And uh, what's a couple other ones? Like, he did Blue Velvet, right? I think so. Yeah. Really? He also Blue just Velvet. did a new one on Netflix. What's that called? Oh, I didn't. What? I think it's called What Did Henry Do? Let me see. Hmm. What Did Henry Ford Invent? <laughs> no, Google does not like that idea. Okay. David Lynch also says that he'll come get you shortly. The next few days pass in much the same way as the first two. It's been two <laughs> Getting days. married to different glasses of water. <laughs> the world is seemingly overrun by zombies, but nothing happens. Eventually, however, the government sends more troops to quell the outbreak. Call the president. 
Yeah, call Trump, man. He, he, he no, not that one. Him. What other president? Any um, other president. Call Jimmy Carter. Why don't we call our wife? Yeah, glass we've of never got we're not married. We're yeah, not. we're not. We're just also she like and called sort of, Beyonce, I guess, like got like into a bunch of brightness, and then like wasn't that all that happened, right? No, yeah, but I don't know if a water. Right? I'm still confused on if that was our glass of water or just a glass. We of should water. recognize know. our glass of water. Yeah, but yeah. it didn't we're say engaged that it was our to her. glass of water. You call your fiance and tell her about the incident. She doesn't seem surprised not or concerned. Our glass of water. Though, she does mention that you should probably keep yourself safe right now. In the meantime, you continue to live in fear of being attacked by zombies again. Maybe she was the glass of water, because she's not surprised or concerned. Yeah, but the plot thickens. her, though, and that glass of water turned to a bright light. What if she's the water and can go in different glasses? And the cigarette-smoking man sits at the back of the room and just, I don't know, acts creepy the whole time. <laughs> this was all an and then Mattis well, And then Madison James this, walks up and says, this is how we get the bar back. Well, I think that's where we're going to end it for now. But uh-huh. right, so just to recap, what happened? We woke up in a hospital in Chicago. Um, <laughs> it was Chicago. <laughs> uh, we we got we went we took a shower and got married or got uh, got engaged to a glass of water. Zombies overran the entire world, and then our glass of water like exploded or something in in like light. Well, I gotta say, this was a really good mystery because I sure am confused. I am very confused. <laughs> But, so and I'm Ellison. With... <laughs> and you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Next on Disney XD. Well, I think that's going to be it for today's episode. Uh, thank you all for coming out. Um, I'm saying thank you to Ellison, Ara, and DJ, and George, even though George is a host. And it Danny's here, too. Danny married a glass of water. Yo, we, yeah, were we were Danny. Danny. Yeah. Yeah. We were Danny. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I'm sorry, Danny. How does it feel to be married? <laughs> he says pretty good. Let the record show. <laughs> pretty good. Well, well, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it was a pleasure to be this here. It was fun. It was fun. It's a very wonderful time. Well, that's it. We'll see you, you, you people next time on the next Nearly Clickbait. An MSU Telecasters podcast. If you're a robot, don't kill me. Man, be safe. I'll grab The robots are coming. I love you. The robots will get you. They always do. Monster Jerry. The rest is kind of grab, grab a machete. Robot talk is brought to you <laughs> by Nearly Clickbait, a robot podcast. Oh God, they got me! They got me! No! I shirt in my pants and then go to my room and do a nice little dance. I call it sex in my bed. But don't get me wrong, I only fuck with you. Sex in my bed. Goodbye.